Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Brian is back. The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. Those things we think are going to bring down the price of gasoline relieve some of the pain at the pump. And we also have an agenda to uh, cut taxes for people to bring down the cost of everyday things. Ron Klain, everybody, who, by the way, is part of the uh, the Hunter files, some of the more recent information. There are emails now confirming that uh, Klain was saying, hey, Hunter, give me uh, give me some of that sweet action. You know, some of your uh, Chinese, Ukrainian money, that kind of thing. Yeah, so now we have direct ties to Klain and to Hunter and to Dad. So that continues to happen. But, I mean, yes, y- you know what's going to happen? If you only, it's kind of like today at the White House, we have the Obamacare celebration. 12 years in, and Obama's going back to, to join Biden. Which, by the way, I love the reporting on this, too, because I've heard numerous reports where they, and, they, and they're really good friends. Don't you have, uh, I mean, there's no doubt about this. On any given Saturday night, the big O looks at Michelle and goes, hey, uh, I'm going out with the guys. And, and then turns to one of his, his guys and says, hey, get me Joe on the phone. Don't you think that's the way it goes down? He and Joe just like that. But anyway, um, yeah, Obamacare. Remember when you used to have high deductible insurance policies? You notice how all insurance policies are high deductible now? You know that the average cost to you for your insurance plan is four times what it was when that law was signed, when you factor in the cost of deductibles? Four times. And today they're celebrating that at the White House. So if we just do even more of what Biden's administration has done so far, I mean, it's really going to make inflation, including gas prices, better. I mean, just so much better. Boy, uh, here to talk about the president's budget and what he and they found, we are joined by David Williams, the president of Taxpayers Protection Alliance. David, what did you find in the budget? Well, thank you for having me. And it's interesting you mentioned Obamacare and this budget at the same time, because if you notice, they have something in common. It's trust in the government. It's expansion of the government. Uh, you know, Obamacare 12 years ago, boy, I can't believe it's been that long since Obamacare passed. But, you know, it's very much trusting that the government knows what to do for people. And so is this budget. We're talking about almost a $6 trillion budget that was released by Joe Biden. And, you know, part of it includes tax increases. Uh, and he says, you know, tax increases for the wealthy, for corporations. Come on, man. We know that corporations don't pay taxes. Consumers pay taxes in higher prices because that's what happens. They will pass these along, these uh, tax increases to consumers. And this is a budget that's not even based anywhere near reality when you're talking about the spending and the taxes. And what's really fascinating is he doesn't talk about Build Back Better. You know, maybe he's gotten the point. Maybe he finally understands that Build Back Better is gone. 
You you do raise a good point, and I actually had talked about that. Literally the last time there was a mention of it by the president that I could find on record, and I was looking into this about a week ago, was the State of the Union address. Kind of left it there and, and hasn't looked at it again. And, of course, Joe Manchin, key in this conversation, the Senate once again said, yeah, not, not going to happen. And, you know, perhaps that's why. Uh, you know, he doesn't go back to that well, but also because the American people have their eyes open. I'm curious, David, especially in your capacity at the Taxpayers Protection Alliance. One of my big concerns has been the lack of financial literacy. It has been known for a couple of decades now that the average graduate, even college graduate, can't pass a basic financial literacy test. So it, it kind of makes sense why so many people for so long would hear platitudes from politicians like Obama or Biden and go, hey, yeah, that sounds good, without realizing that exactly what they're selling is a bill of goods because, you know, it is not possible to achieve the things that they were saying. And I've always said that you can lie to people about policy and maybe they'll believe you, but you can't lie about what is or isn't in somebody's wallet. And that's what's happened. Their failed policies have ended up impacting people's wallets. With that being the case, and at this level now, do you believe that people are starting to learn and understand and, and grasp in, in a better way what goes on in the world around them from a financial standpoint? I, I really do. And I think, you know, it starts at the gas pump, right? And have people see uh, President Trump, who had us on the path to energy independence. We saw low gas prices. And then we have a president comes in and, I mean, literally the first thing he does is get rid of the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, which would have made us more energy independent. And now we have, you know, historically high gas prices. Uh, we have inflation that's out of control. And listen, obviously gas prices and inflation are tied together because when you increase the cost of, you know, transporting something, you're going to increase the cost of everything across the board. And people see this at the grocery store. So I think the financial literacy hopefully is finally catching up and people are seeing this. And we have a Congress that perpetuates these ridiculous myths that they say, well, we're only going to increase spending on this program by 4% instead of 8%. They call that a spending cut with a straight face. They call that a spending cut with a straight face. Now, I've gone to my doctor and I said, Doc, next year I plan on uh, gaining 100 pounds, but I only gained 50, so, hey, I lost 50 pounds. I mean, that's the kind of logic <laughs> that Congress uses. And, and, again, they do this with a straight face thinking that yeah. people are going to believe them. <laughs> It is sad, but true. You know, something else that was introduced in this, and I know you've done some work on it, you know, the, the concept of a minimum tax, a minimum income tax, not a new thing. I mean, we've had the alternative uh, minimum tax for a long time in this country. But the concept that the Biden budget proposes, whereby you would actually try to get your arms around assets. Now, this I find interesting. I mean, the first thing is they call it a billionaire's tax. It starts at $100 million. Um, but So, I mean, literally starts at 10% of what it's been billed as. But the, the bigger thing is here we have an IRS. I mean, aside from the merits of the concept for a moment, here we have an IRS that we are told can't even pick up the phone to talk to somebody who has a question, yet we're expecting to believe that they're going to be able to effectively mark to market the assets of high net worth individuals to figure out who is worth what and and who to impose this new tax on this concept i mean it, it literally is is not something that is is rooted in an economic reality within our current structure unless i'm missing something no no it really isn't because 
this country, we don't tax wealth, we tax income. Because when you tax wealth, you're taking a snapshot of someone's wealth at a particular time, and that changes. I mean, goodness, look at Facebook. They have lost, you know, what, $500 billion in market share and cap um, in the last six months. So when do you go back and say, well, that's when we're going to tax them? is at this particular moment. No, it's the income that uh, CEOs and these companies bring in. So that's really the important thing. And it, again, it fundamentally changes our tax system. And like you said, the IRS isn't answering phones. The IRS isn't sending out refund checks from two years ago. There's still a backlog, I think, of, what, 20 million refund checks that haven't gone out for the past two years. And we expect the IRS to do this. And remember, during the, the pandemic, the IRS sent a billion dollars of stimulus checks to dead people because, and this is, I'm not making this up, an IRS official said, so. There you go. Someone, Bring out someone your dead. <laughs> Bring out your dead. And then go ahead and throw some tax money of ours at it. Hey, David, I appreciate it. Appreciate the work that you do at uh, Taxpayers Protection Alliance as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, you got it. David is the uh, the president over there at TPA.